0: doku book club where we finally get around to the books that have been sitting on our shelves for forever i'm emily minor
1: and i'm leaf nelson
0: and this episode nobody's talking about a book <laughs> nobody's talking about anything that's it no that's the whole episode we're done we quit <laughs> no i mean kind of but no
1: <laughs>
0: okay so this is like a bit of an update Episode, I guess, Um, because some things are going to be changing around here. Um, Namely, I'm going to be on the podcast a little bit less. I'm still going to be on every episode, but there are going to be some changes. So, to give you some background (laughs) for this sudden transition, um, something you need to know about me. Is that I'm a Sagittarius (laughs) and as everyone knows that means I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it (laughs) and the only person the only people that can get me to do something otherwise is the people that are paying me (laughs) So yeah, I just I hate deadlines. I hate deadlines and that's like a real dilemma in my life because I'm also a procrastinator, so you know it's a good thing I get paid to do things because otherwise I don't know what deadlines would be met. But um anyway, just something important to know about me. So uh obviously we've been trying to put out episodes like every two weeks Mm -hmm. or so um and we typically you and i will go back and forth between like who's sort of leading an episode which you know you'd think that would give me so much time like actually now that i'm thinking about it in my head i'm like wow that should give me a month Mm -hmm. literally a month to read a book that has turned out to be impossible <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Which I mean, I think some of you already know. Like, I think there have already been like a couple of books that I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, I did not finish this. <laughs> and sometimes it's because you know I hated it and I mm-hmm. didn't want to finish, yeah. and that's fine. But sometimes it's because yeah, I just didn't get around to like finishing this, but I still want to talk about it, and we- we've waited enough. <laughs> um so yeah that's sort of been something and then the other thing uh that i've kind of talked about i'm sure i have on the podcast before is that in so i got i majored in english and then i got my graduate degree in english Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so there was a lot of reading as you might imagine Hmm. And I just think that, and I know I'm not alone in this, but I think that all of the reading that I did, particularly in graduate school, because at that point, I was taking a lot of theory classes. um, And so I really started to make this association between reading and work and reading not being fun. Reading was something that I had to do to do the assignment or, like, to not, like, sound like I was just talking out of my ass during a discussion, (laughs) which, you know, sometimes you still do. But um it wasn't, and I don't want, like, anyone to listen to, not not that, like, enough people are listening to this, (laughs) but, like, I don't want any, like, old professors or anybody to listen to this and be, like, Ooh, buddy like <laughs> this poor girl like really hated graduate school i did not i liked graduate school um but yeah like it definitely created this different like relationship mm-hmm. that i have now with reading um where like it's not my go-to fun activity like pretty much ever right. i am watching watching something usually <laughs> <laughs> um yeah TV or YouTube or whatever. I'm a big rewatcher, so that's kind of my jam when I want to relax. Either that or a video game. But um, which is why I've talked about that a bit more on the pod. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, like I thought that doing this podcast, first of all, it's a fabulous idea. <laughs> Second of all, I thought that it would give me this chance to like rediscover what reading was for me when i was a kid like i i mean like you'll probably get any like english nerd to tell Mm -hmm. you this but like when i was a kid like i would just read and read and read like all night and like my dad would like come and see if my light was on under the door like because i'd just be reading literally until like four or five in the morning when i was a child and I don't know if that's healthy either, but anyway. <laughs> like, I just used to, like, read voracious, mm-hmm. voraciously. That's a word, right? Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I can't, like, pinpoint exactly when that stopped, but I really wanted that back. Hmm. Like, I want to feel motivated to read because I want to read. Because... I'm excited about a book not because I have to for a discussion or whatever. Right. And that's just me. Um unfortunately, the podcast has sometimes uh, especially lately I think it's sort of been like exacerbated by the COVID crisis. Mm. Um, but over the a little while, <laughs> um, I've started to feel like with the podcast, I'm still sort of reading for a deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you would think a month, like so much more time than I've ever had in school to read something. Mm-hmm. But, um, I procrastinate it, I put it off you're like hey are you gonna be ready to record this weekend (laughs) and i'm like yeah totally and i'm like 10 pages into the book and then the day of i'm like skimming not even not always skimming but like trying to quickly like cram it basically um and that's not a super enjoyable experience um for me and I don't think I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know how you feel, but I have to imagine it's not super enjoyable to be like, I don't know if she's gonna be ready <laughs> You know what I mean?
1: I mean our schedule is sometimes erratic on its own anyway. Or That's true. like we have the podcast recorded and I just haven't gotten around to editing it, so That's true. That's yeah. true.
0: But I mean I know I also contribute to that slightly erratic schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the same way of, like, when I was in graduate school, you know how, like, sometimes you're, like, feeling a little behind mm-hmm. schedule, and maybe you don't read every word
1: in the book. Or every book.
0: Right, I'm not saying anything about that, but, like...
1: Have you never skipped a book?
0: Oh, no, I have. I
1: have. <laughs> I'm just,
0: you know, in case people actually listen. <laughs> They take away my master's degree <laughs> <laughs> don't take that away from me i'm done <laughs> um but uh yeah like sometimes you don't read it all and sometimes you're skimming because you have a paper due in hmm. 12 or 24 or 48 hours yeah. and you have to find something to write about and sometimes that's how i'm reading for the podcast where like i'm I'm reading to take a note so that I have something to say. I'm not reading and enjoying it and excited because ooh I have something I really want to share, mm-hmm. right? It feels like I'm doing it to find using air quotes as I normally do <laughs> some like something important. Yeah. Um that adds to the conversation yes. or whatever, right? Um, and yeah, it's just not really sustainable, and it hasn't been as enjoyable as I would like it to be, even though I really do like, like, some of the conversations that we get out of it. Um, so, as I said early on, we're gonna have a little change. Um, Leaf, you are going to still be doing, like, every other week- every sorry every two weeks uh an episode is that the plan we'll see (laughs) okay (laughs) well i mean it's already like pretty erratic so (laughs) um but you're still going to be doing regular-ish episodes i'm gonna try okay Mm -hmm. um and i think the plan for me is to sort of have like new particular deadline Mm um more like I will read or watch or do something that I've had that I've been putting off, as is the premise. And when I am, like, done and ready and feel like I've enjoyed it or not enjoyed it, like, that's okay still, too. Like, mm-hmm. if when I have feel like I have something to say, then I will come on the podcast mm-hmm. and do, like, my own episode. Otherwise... I think at least for the time being, I'm still going to be on every episode co-hosting. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Till we find someone better. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. It uh, shouldn't be hard. Uh, <laughs> we're taking applications. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Please don't. <laughs> um, And yeah, I don't know. That's it. That's all I have other than more self-deprecation. So
1: yeah, for me, at least with in terms of the future of the podcast. Yeah. I do not know uh, if I would be able to alone keep up.
0: Right, it's a lot that. to sustain.
1: Um, so we'll, I think we'll just sort of see. We'll probably try and get a few more hosts, though. That is has been an issue with uh, COVID with figuring out uh, remote podcasting, which is obviously very possible, but has its own little issues and stuff. So we'll see about that. Um,
0: yeah, I'd love to have some more guests guest hosts mm-hmm. extra hosts on that'd be cool
1: yeah i guess one thing i want to say is like like when you told me about this like i had had no idea i knew that you were like often behind but i didn't know this was like agonizing you in like that way. i don't
0: even know if I could call it agonizing I don't think that I had fully realized until very recently Hmm. just how difficult it had become Mm -hmm. I think I was I don't I don't know I don't really want to use like in denial but I think I was sort of just ignoring I was just like oh I think I would kind of had the same attitude towards myself like oh I'm I'm behind again (laughs) like (laughs) typical me (laughs) Um, and didn't really pay attention to, like, why I was so behind. Like, why am I not enjoying this more? Um, Like, I always end up liking the recording process, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much all the time. But, like, the lead up to that, I was just like, oh, my God, like, this is just another thing I have to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was very stressful. But I think I was mostly ignoring that and being like oh, why can't I just get it together, like, again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, no, I mean, like, don't feel bad, because I don't think even I, like, fully realized no. until recently. No. Um, so, yeah.
1: I think it was interesting how you were comparing it to school, because I, in some ways I had, like, the same experience where in grad school and everything, like, You are not Reading for fun you're reading for All the classes and papers you're having Mm -hmm. and so I I can't think of I can't think off the top of my head of a single series I read for fun in College yeah, I know I reread some stuff that I had read before because it was like Comfortable and you know it Um, and and I know I did read other books, but I, like, for the wife of me, can't think of them. I can think of more books that I didn't read for classes (laughs) than I can think of books I read that I picked out for fun. But I think that, like, my relationship with that was way different. Because for me, even though, again, like, a lot of the same things where... You either skip a book or skip, or you're skimming more than actually reading it, um, like, I was doing those things, but, like, for me, the eventually getting to the discussion, less so the paper, because I didn't like writing papers, um, or rather, I hated writing papers until I was in the last like 20 minutes of it. I'm like, hey, this all makes sense, sort of <laughs> like, this is actually pretty good, and now I don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> um, like, I really, really enjoyed everything about in class discussion,
0: yeah, and I feel for the most part the same way. Like, yeah, go ahead. And...
1: That is the only reason I enjoy Shakespeare in any way because I read it in high school, like, I read Romeo and Juliet, and like. Merchant of Venice, and I was just sort of like, I mean, okay. And then I get to college, and I take two separate um, Shakespeare courses, and um, like the first time I actually like had read through something and like not particularly enjoyed it, and then started like learning the context around it, like the time period and like what sort of like cultural things were going on. That's the thing I get super into, um, and so. In the same way, like, the podcasts, like, even though I'm forced to do something or I'm like, ooh, I'm coming up, I gotta, like, really knuckle down and get through it. Like, for me, it's like a reward system, almost. Less of a, I don't know, obligation.
0: Well, and that's the thing. I also just don't really want to give the impression that, like, I hated school. Like, I feel like no, I'm making yeah. it sound like, oh, like, what a chore, you mm-hmm. know? And I mean, like, homework is work and like sometimes it does feel like a chore but like i also have loved being a student um it's to be totally honest the only reason why i continued on to graduate school because (laughs) and i don't particularly recommend this it worked out for me but like it often doesn't that like i just kept going stop (laughs) i just kept going because i didn't know what else to do and i really Mm -hmm. like learning and like school right but, but le- and I like the discussion but like yeah i don't know
1: but that's the thing like school is kind of like work and this mm-hmm. is supposed to be for fun <laughs> like, i know and I so know. i think we can justify a lot of things in school even like or work like most people probably don't forget their dream job but still find, hopefully, I would hope, some sort of, like, fulfillment in it. Like, that should not be something for what is just a hobby. Like, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think, I don't know, I think for me, this is a little bit more of like a, like, when we were talking about this the other day, and, like, sort of having our big discussion about Mm -hmm. it, and... I got kind of emotional, and part of that is because I really still feel like I haven't found, um, like, true joy for reading again yet. And that's, like, sad to me. I feel like that's something that I've lost, Um, and I would like to find it again because Mm -hmm. there have been moments of that doing this podcast of, like, wow I really like really enjoyed this particular book and mm-hmm. like gosh I just have to tell you about it right now <laughs> right um but a lot of it still has been like hmm, this is something I used to really like and I would like to like it again and I guess I'm just gonna trudge through mm-hmm. um So I think some of this is just more of like something I need to figure out personally, like how to have this be a part of my life again, but like a little bit more organically. (laughs) 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 So yeah, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Cool, cool. Anyway, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just, you know, taking my sweet time. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have any other questions or?
1: I don't have any more questions. So we're just going to shove this terrible little nightmare into the bed. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so rude. Come back to this. (laughs) (laughs) This little drama. Oh my Lord. Push to the back, we'll repress it. Like my good Scandinavian <laughs> heritage, We'll ignore we're, it.
0: We're not repressing anything. We're making we're making healthy transitions. What's wrong with you?
1: Um, no, uh, <laughs> no, that's everything I wanted to talk about. So to kind of like turn a corner, because uh-huh. this is pretty a short one. Yeah. Um, you and I are moving. Yeah. And as part of that, we're moving to a smaller space, and in general, we have both acknowledged for like a while we have some stuff we don't need yeah for sure and a big part of that is uh books
0: and here's the thing when you and i moved in together Mm -hmm. into this space two years ago we got rid of a lot of books between the two of us Mm -hmm. like there were a few boxes of books that we just straight up donated and even so we had (laughs) Overstuffed, and then in like other ra- random places in the apartment books too, but overstuffed three large bookcases.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'd say a large, a medium, and a two medium.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. But then there were like just books like at other places around the house. Like I had mm-hmm. some on my dresser, mm-hmm. like a bunch. And there were ones all across the top of one of the medium (laughs) ones and then some of them have been sort of like stacked on top of other books and i mean i'm sure this is not new to many of you but mm,
1: yeah so like when we so like three bookcases and some change of books and so like yesterday was basically just was that yesterday
0: yeah it was yesterday was
1: just downsizing and so i just thought it would be interesting to sort of talk about like what went into it because Mm -hmm. a lot of these books are books we hemmed and hawed over last time and we're like no we will this is something we want to keep and some of them when i looked at them i had like this memory of like i had completely forgotten about it the last time i thought about it was when i thought hmm, i should keep this and it's going away now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I think... Yeah. That's the thing, right? Like, if the only time you're thinking about or touching a book is when you're trying to figure out whether or not you should keep it, yeah. that's probably a sign you should get rid of it. And right. gosh, just making that rule in my head right now I'm probably could get rid of, like, another few books. But we're going to hold off yeah. for now.
1: So, like, a lot of them are old textbooks. And mm. some of them are not, like... I don't know why I kept them language textbooks are not super useful if you're not in the class that's using the textbook like duolingo or some other like program that lets you like go through it is going to be way more helpful Um, i've
0: literally kept all of my french books from undergrad and they're upstairs ready to be donated i kept One little tiny book of like phrases Mm -hmm. that are particularly useful when traveling, because that's actually something I hope to use again someday. (laughs) But even that, like, you can just use Google. (laughs) (laughs) Google Translate. I don't know. I'm sorry. Now I'm going off on tangents. But yeah, lots of textbooks uh, went away. Lots of theory books that... Let's be honest, we are never going to go back to.
1: <laughs> and we're still keeping some of those because mm-hmm. I do want to read them. I feel, uh,
0: I feel like we've kept about like a third of our sounds theory, about of right. our theory and textbooks yeah. like
1: I'm keeping the big English collected Shakespeare and mm-hmm. stuff, even though again, I haven't touched it, but
0: but like it's the important. Norton's critical anthology. I mean, loved it, but, like, we will never read that again. <laughs> I don't think. I kept a couple of theory books. I kept the ones from the authors that I really mm-hmm. like. I kept my, like, uh, Pedagogies of the Oppressed mm-hmm. book and an Adrian Rich theory book that I've literally never read but still would love to. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got rid of a lot of, oh, my Lord, leaf. You remember when I was telling you about the vampire mm. series? I have held on to these books for far too long.
1: What is the series?
0: Okay, so it's called the Blue Blood series, and it's by, oh gosh, I don't remember her first name, but her last name is Dilla Cruz. Melissa, I think. Melissa Dilla Cruz. And she had a series, I don't even know if it's still going. Like, I'm assuming it continued after I stopped reading. Mm-hmm but at least like six or seven books and it's very like sort of i mean it's not the same concept but very like twilight Mm -hmm. era vampire books the vampires are all like reincarnated every hundred years or whatever Mm -hmm. and um they were the ones who came over on the mayflower and blah 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 great fantastic series I haven't read these since I was a teenager. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I won't. (laughs) So I'm getting rid of all of them. But then you think about, like, Stephanie Meyer is publishing a new Twilight book (laughs) that's coming out this fall. Suddenly I regret getting rid of my (laughs) Twilight books. (laughs) Don't judge me for this. I kind of want to revisit that. Like teenage self but no I think I feel comfortable getting rid Mm. of these
1: what do you like is that the hardest one to get rid of the stuff that like no
0: no just the one that I've kind of wondered like why why these why did I decide to keep these Mm. I guess nostalgia more than anything else but like someone else should get that experience and hold on I'm gonna look through the pile really quickly okay I got rid of a lot, I'm getting rid of a lot of books that were just more like a, from a different time in my life when I thought I would end up doing something else. Hmm. So when I was in undergrad, Okay. okay, for a long time in college, I thought I wanted to be a travel writer. And I kind of tested that out when I studied abroad in college and I kept a blog and similar to this podcast, Um, I often felt like this was something I should do, but I didn't always want to.
1: Um,
0: which, you know, should have given me a little heads up. You
1: wanted to want to do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And everyone in my family was like, this would be perfect for her. Mm -hmm. Like, she is a writer and is an English major and she loves to travel. So like, bang, bang, boom. (laughs) Um, but it wasn't to be, that's fine obviously but I have like a lot of travel writing books like books that teach you how to travel write Mm -hmm. um, that man I just never used and I've held (laughs) on to them this whole time knowing that I don't want to be a travel writer (laughs) like that does not sound like something I want to do ever (laughs) for a job (laughs) so yeah, I don't know. Those were easy. Those yeah. were actually easy. I picked them up and said, these are of no use to me. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: <laughs> you showed them a little kiss?
0: Yes. <laughs> and I tucked them into their box to <laughs> <laughs> rest until another life.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Tell me about your decisions.
1: I feel like a lot of mine were like textbooks and stuff that I'm like, okay, really not going to read those. Um, a lot of remnants of like my childhood books so like guardians of gahool mm-hmm. um the septimus heap series do you know what that is no. it's like a, that's it was like magic and flight and quest but they're all spelled weird like they're kind of trying to be like oh, old-fashioned okay.
0: yeah i mean i i recognize it from looking through the books but no i have
1: never i like a lot of these series i petered out on mm. like they are either like Guardians of Gahul where there's like fifteen books and it's like Oh my
0: god, there's that many Guardians of Gahul books? <laughs> yeah,
1: yes there are. <laughs> there were like five No. Okay, oh, never mind. No. Never mind. Um Yeah, oh, and by the way, and then it stops being Guardians of Gahul and becomes Legends of Gahul And then there was the Wolf series that took place in the same universe. Um by the same author, but
0: Clearly you stopped reading not all the way
1: through i well i stopped reading that i got to the wolf series oh wow okay. oh yeah um I, I have no idea how far it's gone um that um yeah both of those i kind of just sort of petered out on uh and then like but but the thing is like it's it's not like i have the entire up till i re- how far i read or of either of those or the alex rider series which i used to have all of but don't anymore like i just have like a, a couple of them it's like why am i keeping these few books even the ones i really liked mm. like i am not going to reread the sixth book in a series that i don't know like if i really really want to i'll like get the whole thing again i'll like i'll go home and like hunt through my parents attic or whatever and see if i can <laughs> find it um yeah also just like a few series like that i'm just not into anymore like Game of Thrones, which I was never crazy about, but I read through the first four, at least, or X Heroes, which is a superhero zombie series. Which I don't know why I read those. (laughs) It's not like they're bad, but I have no idea why I read those. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like just mostly just series, and also like a couple books that like have been given to me by family who are like, "Oh, you you're a reader. You like reading stuff. Here's a book that." I don't want it anymore. <laughs> like, not as gifts, but just like I'm at their house and they give it to me.
0: I've had that happen to me too. We sort of talked about that uh, a while back going through things to mm-hmm. downsize. But <sighs> shall we talk about why we're keeping so many of our comics and graphic novels?
1: Yeah. So like right now of our three bookcases, which we're trying to get down to two. Uh, i think we're close we're close we're close um the biggest one is basically the comic book one one comic books are bigger than most like paperbacks or whatever but also uh they look cool
0: right and it's like not even just comic like like i don't know okay tell me the truth is it a graphic novel when it's published hardback or is that like to me, a novel that happens to be illustrated in a comics style?
1: Wait, what? <laughs> like,
0: like, I don't know where it's like more continuous and not serialized.
1: Yeah. So for me, I consider a graphic novel if it was published as one thing.
0: Ah, okay. Um,
1: which is weird because like that that disqualifies um, Watchmen, which is like the quintessential graphic novel because it was originally a serial, like it was a 12 issue miniseries. That's what it is, but it's collected and it obviously is a full story.
0: All I'm trying to say is, is this particular bookshelf that we're talking about, it's just bound things. It's not even including the boxes of Mm, like loose issues of comics that we have um but no i mean we kept i would say like 95 percent of our graphic novels and comics through this because it's not just like a story and whether you like come back to it to read it or not it's like art yeah it's like having some art that you can open up (laughs) and look through
1: (laughs) yeah like i feel like in a lot of ways one thing i really really like about comic books is just that like judging a book by its cover is way more easy to do
0: because usually
1: the cover is done by the artist that's <laughs> and true so it gives you an idea of what's on the inside that's true that's <laughs> a, not uh, that's a good point although that's not true sometimes specifically i've t- oh, like i tweeted about this years ago but the buffy the vampire slayer Ugh, covers you've taught you told so, me this so many times so amazing and i hate the interior art of them. There are a couple other comic books, but those that's like the first one I think of. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I
0: know. This really grates on you. <laughs> yes,
1: it really does.
0: But yeah, no, I kept pretty much all of the comics and graphic novels because they're good.
1: Yeah, I got rid of like three, one of which, two of which like are just not good and one of which uh, I read half of didn't enjoy and then found out later that the dude was like outed as part of like a me too thing i'm like cool i can get rid of this (laughs) that's an
0: easy choice (laughs) 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 um but yeah no i mean there was even one that you pulled off the shelf and you were like maybe this one because i don't love it and i was like i love that (laughs) you can't get rid of that (laughs) steve lichman
1: oh yeah (laughs) I I, kick, help, I helped kickstart Steve Lichman, and I did. I liked the original stuff, and I didn't love the collected thing. I did not kick help kickstart part two.
0: It's okay. Some of us are wrong sometimes, and no. it's it's natural and it's human, and you shouldn't feel any shame in it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we have five sizable boxes. Of yeah. books that are double stacked, and uh, we're gonna take some pictures. And <sighs> for
1: me, like the most interesting thing about this is like, I think there's there was a part of me when I like when we started doing this where it's like, hey, there's a reason now to keep all these books. Like, I'll read them sometime for the podcast. And now, it was not even a thought when getting rid of these because I have not read a lot of these but we still have a lot of books we have so many books that we can still talk about that we've never read please
0: do if you were in any way at any point in this episode worried about the future of this podcast calm yourself (laughs) calm down everything will be right again i just really want to get these boxes out of here man i'm so antsy to move
1: yeah so um despite this great betrayal we will be back (laughs) 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 um next time i and only i (laughs) okay i'll stop
0: (laughs) jesus christ
1: i uh am gonna talk about a video game uh Fabulous. yeah hyper light drifter uh the coolest looking game around
0: it is very beautiful yeah. yeah so
1: that's what we'll be talking about next time um besides that thank you to Veltpunch punch for the song fighting pose from their album his strange fighting pose um as we've been talking about you can follow us on twitter at sundoku pod there's a link in the description We include pictures of, like, art when we're talking about video games and comic books and, uh, apparently, document our lives moving. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just turn this entirely into just, like, a pod blog or something.
0: Hmm, That could be interesting. I mean... It
1: really would not.
0: (laughs) You don't think I'm interesting?
1: (laughs) No, I think we're both not interested. (laughs) That's fair. Um, Is there anything else we need to...
0: Wear your masks, everybody. (laughs) Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye.